It's Monday at 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Dot .fm and dot .sf. And there's a huge pre-sign list for tonight, but they didn't show up yet, so that's fine. I'll just um, talk about some things that I've been thinking about myself lately as, uh, in my existential crises I've been having uh, with my age and where I live and, and everything in my life. I'm just really excited that every day when I walk through all the poop to go through Civic Center that the SFPD has a new campaign to employ cute cops. Incredibly good-looking cops. They're all so cute. And it makes absolute sense because they're the ones that have to get the questionably housed moving and and they have to break up like the asian blanket store and who better to do that than a really cute person and so i don't wear my mask and if i'm not wearing my mask when i'm walking i I smile at them at everyone because i'm not wearing a mask i might as well be smiling but i smiled at a cop and they smiled back and how many lives did i save you know that happy cop is a cop that's not going to shoot anybody. That's exciting. Uh, this has been a crazy week for me because I, real though the best thing ever happened in my whole life. I'm right. I've been saying for so long that the reason I've never tested positive for COVID is that I smoke and eat so much marijuana that my lungs and my cells are covered in this beautiful waxy tar that doesn't let the COVID in. Well, it turns out. I was right. There was a study that was put out last Wednesday by five PhD people that say that marijuana makes you not get COVID. I was right. So now I want to think about all the other genius things that I've thought and said and uh, that no one ever believed. Oh, what was the last thing that I was working on today? And I have to remember, this is my other new thing. I'm a, I'm a Monet uh, I look good from far away and you get close up and you're like, whoa, dots and slashes. What is holding this image together? Uh, very loosely tethered. All right. Well, um, so this is the way the list looks. We've got Daniel Lewis, Josh Kotsky, someone named Demetrius M. Brown, Sarah Peckrell, Ian Langlands, Lauren Kraut. Lauren said she's going to be late. Hey, we've also got um, on the wait list, Ray Lopez, Ajay is here. Yes, I see. I see you for but I've forgotten your name again. So I'm going to start everybody with Daniel Lewis. Yay! Thank you, Pam. Hey, guys, what's up? We're working it out here. Okay, let's do this thing. MLK Day today, I had the day off of work today, so I slept in, took a nice bath, made myself a nice omelet, got a massage, just like the esteemed Dr. King would have wanted. So that was cool. Uh, I was sick recently, actually. Uh, I had the cough, everything. Got the test, test was negative, got better. Negative test made me feel a little bit like a hipster, you know? Like, yeah. Coronavirus, you know, COVID's cool, but uh, I got a classic coronavirus, old school cold. Analog, I think. I don't know what analog means. Cool. Like I said, I uh, had the day off. I'm glad of the day off. I hate my job. I'm uh, in part because I'm bad at my job. It's a technical job. I'm no good at it, and 
But then my friend told me about imposter syndrome. Do you guys know about that? Yeah, right? I thought, maybe I'm actually pretty good at my job. So that was a nice lift. And then I had a uh, performance review. My, my boss is like, dude, you're, uh, you're not really accomplishing much. We're going to need you to pick it up a little bit. And I'm like, ah, you've got that imposter syndrome too, huh? Where you think I'm bad at my job? <laughs> Give us both a raise. We'll figure this out. Get some therapy. What would you guys do if you had a time machine, huh? What would you do if you had a time machine? Go forward in time. Right, okay, that's, that's, a, that's an incorrect answer. Most popular answer is what? You kill Hitler, right? That's a, you're an anti-Semite if you don't say you kill Hitler, right? That's the number one answer on Family Feud. You're never going to see it on Family Feud. Ding, 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 kill Hitler. It's a weirdly violent way to solve the problem, though, isn't it? Kind of infanticide. Like it's a time machine. Why not just go back even further and prevent the Hitler conception? Go back to the night that Hitler was conceived, just pop into the, through a wormhole in his parents' bedroom. Ah -ha! Don't worry, I come from the future. Trust me on this one, mine here. On the tits. What else? You guys know about this Matt Gates guy, Matt Gates, Florida congressman. There you go. You got a fan here. This guy's a real perv, man. He did the most. He slept with a 17-year-old, which I think in a way is like the very, it might be the sleaziest thing you can do in a way. It's a weird fetish. He's like, yeah. What I'm into is almost exactly like an 18-year-old, only a crime. I just like the crime part. It's impossible to respect a guy like that no matter who you are, right? A normal person, you're like, ooh, Gross. Just at least wait till she's an adult. Even if you're a pedophile, you're like, gross. She's almost an adult. I bought candy for a strange kid the other day. That looked bad. No, I was at a convenience store right near my house. Kid walks in by himself. He's got a dollar. He goes, he picks out some gum. I'm paying for my stuff. He brings it back. The guy says, that's $2. The kid's like, you got anything for a dollar? The guy says, no. And I'm like, hey, don't worry about it, kid. Just put it up here with my stuff. So I buy my stuff. Kid offers me his dollar. And I'm like, no, don't worry about it. Keep your dollar, kid. And the guy gave me a look behind the counter like, are you grooming this kid right now? Felt weird. I should have taken the dollar, right? If you take the dollar, it makes it financial. And that removes suspicion, right? Nobody worries about a guy that's like, hey, kid, you want to come back to my van? Candy is half off. I think ageism is a weird, it's the most unique form of bigotry, ageism, because we all have to admit that getting old sucks, right? They, they sell wrinkle cream to get rid of wrinkles. They don't sell another kind of wrinkle cream to give you wrinkles. That'd be weird. Not like, you know what I mean? Like if, my, if the pilot of my plane comes out, he's a black guy. That's cool. He's a black gay guy. That's cool. He's a black gay guy with a walker. I'm like, okay, we might have a problem here. Before you get too excited, I don't want anybody your age flying the plane either, by the way. I don't want my pilot to have 20,000 Instagram followers. I don't think that's good. Ageism! I'm going to end it. Thank you. Yay! Dan Lewis, everyone. Dan Lewis. Good job, man. Hey. hey. I think the part where you're talking about killing baby Hitler should really go in on the killing baby part. Like, 
just just give out like a gruesome image of just killing, suffocating a baby. Okay. They would like under the pretext of like, I'm from the future. This is Hitler. I don't know. I think right. you got something there, like just Thank you. killing uh, a baby. On the time machine, I love the punchline of come on the tits, and I'm wondering if you can foreshadow that a little bit by just saying, like, what are you going to kill baby Hitler when he's breastfeeding? And then if oh. you say that, like, I'm not going to get a time machine and go back to Hitler's mom when he's breastfeeding, mm. and you go back further. Just just, okay. just like an extra little foreshadow. Yeah. That's the only thing. Because I, I think that joke's really funny. Yeah, I've been working on versions of that joke for a long time now. Trying to make it work. Was like seeing you up there, um, on the the Matt Gates is a crime thing. I, you know, I've seen you do it a few times. I really like that bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you you could come out with a better version of this, but like you could do like a. I also like it'd be weird if I like this as a crime. Like, oh yeah, I only like smoking when it was illegal. Now fuck it. Oh, or, like, right, you know, right. Something. That yeah. Make better than that. Oh, that's a good idea. Menthols. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I usually like your cookie joke the way you did it, but you shortened it in some ways. I so. took the cookie part out. Oh, I, yeah. but I love that. I love that cookie part about okay. the half. I do too, cookies. but no one likes it. I think it's hilarious. It's I love that joke. Okay. And then um, <laughs> the other um, one line. Oh, I don't know what imposter syndrome is, so I just need one line to help me. That's okay. all. Okay. Okay. Do you guys know what imposter syndrome is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think you should quit comedy. That's, it. That's probably a good. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, uh, two things. One, I think the pilot. Uh, not sorry, not the pilot one. The uh, kid transaction is uh-huh. uh, great, and I feel like you should start like tagging that up. Like you, I feel like you got like a laugh, and you could get a lot more laughs on the punch. Sheet. Just yeah, just push yeah, push like further candy is into half that. off. Yeah, something else but, like that. But then at the end, you can misdirect into like you're actually. Most oh yeah, yeah, right. and I fucked the kid. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah exactly. That's what Louis would do. That would be like, yeah, right. You yeah. know, because then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's a thing, and then it's actually the other. But it actually is. A um, thing. I don't groom. I just do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually really I'm good. I'm no groomer. Uh, yeah. The other the other thing I was gonna say was um, uh, with the pilot thing. I think uh, instead of just mentioning that he's a walker, you just, I mean, you kind of. I feel like you gotta go into more of like what what that means yeah, you know yeah. it, it kind of reminds me of louis ck's joke about like it's his last flight you're like yeah, he's right. on the very edge of his capabilities you <laughs> yeah, know right, like, right, he has right. bifocals or something yeah, yeah. he's like, got bifocals and a walker and like what like what does it mean like what's the outcome essentially like he's kind of spelling it out a little bit more right. like when at least in your imagination like he's gonna fucking you know, he has either no will to fly anymore or mm. the ability to fly anymore. Right. Either way, like, or the arm strength. If he can't keep his body up he with his legs, how is he going to pull up the throttle yeah, yeah. as we're <laughs> crashing into the Rocky Mountains? You know, something like that. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's good. I've been playing around for a while on that. Clap yeah. your hands oh, together, wait, everybody, gonna, for Dan was, Lewis. Sorry, we tell him later we're out of time. We got to move on. Your next comedian. Clap your hands in a while. Slappy like motion for Josh Kotsky. Yay. Uh, Dan was talking about gro- grooming, so that's like when you when you like you like find someone and you like make them like have sex with you over a few years. You like get them ready to have sex with you, basically. Dude, that isn't. I saw a fucking dog groomer the other day. What the fuck is happening in there? Um. All right. I'm excited. Uh, I'm moving. Uh, moving basically means that you become sexually attracted 
two sturdy cardboard boxes. I see them on the street and I'm just like, oh, I want to take you home and stuff you with miscellaneous items. Oh. So that didn't work. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, moving, I'm moving with my girlfriend. That flew. Moving in with my girlfriend. Thank you. And, uh, you know, it's gone well. We've been together for a few years, and I, like, I've honestly, I've been a really good boyfriend. I, like, cook for her. I'm, like, really nice to her and everything. And now that, yeah, hell yeah. And now that we're moving in together, I can finally be myself. The second we moved in together, I was like, you, no more male friends. It's okay. She, she allowed me to do this joke. I ran it by her. She, no. <laughs> Uh, I went to went to Denver for a work thing over the week, and Denver is fun. It's kind of like San Francisco in that it's like a fake woke city. Uh, I saw my favorite example I've ever seen of fake wokeness there. Uh, I went to do a mic there, and the bar had a Black Lives Matter flag about like this high going down, uh, and it was hidden behind a bubble hockey machine taking Black Lives Matter and hiding it behind bubble hockey, which is the whitest thing you can do. It's all the whiteness of hockey without any of the athleticism. The whitest thing you can do. Uh, I've been applying to a bunch of jobs. I applied to Lucasfilm for a job I was completely unqualified for. I did a bunch of like, this is the applicant you are looking for. And uh, most of the time when I apply for a job, I'll get ghosted for a while, and like two months later, I'll get some form letter rejecting me. I applied to Lucasfilm. They rejected me in two days. They actively rejected me. It's like I'm dating again. You well, know, like going up to a bar like, hey, baby, can I buy you a drink? No. I don't know what you want out of this, but no. Whatever position you're looking for, it's not going to happen. Uh, I think it's my fault. I, I'm bad at writing resumes. Resumes are depressing for me, right? Like, you write, you're trying to fill out an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper with all of your life's accomplishments, and you can't do it. I got like four bullets in, and I'm just like, or four bullet points in, and I'm like, that's my last 15 years. I have nothing else to offer. So you, you just start plagiarizing shit. Uh, if anyone asks, I know Cantonese. Uh, I, I do know a couple of words, uh, what, Leng Loi and Sifat Long, which means uh, pretty girl and butthole. And isn't that all you really need to know? All right, uh, I think that's it for this one. Thanks, guys. Yay! Josh Kotsky! Right out the gate with the fire joke with the dog grooming. No, that was, I really actually did enjoy that very much. I thought that was, I thought that was very, very clever and that you can use that again and again. Um, the bubble hockey thing, no one else got it, but I totally also was like, you're speaking my language. I thought it was very funny. I think if you're, I think it depends on your, um, what's it called, audience, and, but that's going to be great for white people. Um, with the Lucasfilm thing, I feel like, I know it's completely not what you were talking about because you compared it to dating, but I would try to compare it somehow to like The Force or Star Wars. If you're going to go into the bar, like the cantina, Han Solo, who shot first, Greedo, Job. Just because if you're going to mention Lucasfilms, you might as well. I mean, it just lends itself to Star Wars, no? Um, and then on the resume thing too, like you're, it's a great premise and I'm super stoked with it. But And the Cantonese is a great punchline, but it's like you need three more like real one, real one, weird one, and then 
something, 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 and then and ask me, don't, if someone asks, I don't speak Cantonese. But there's, y y like you have, the, uh, the premise of it is, is lovely. Those are my comments. Oh, yeah, we, uh, I was yeah. You know, I, I just, just had this thought when she mentioned the, the Star Wars bit. Um, so like about Lucasfilm, I, I think you should bring in like talking about like Luke and Leia. Be like, it feels like dating, and I and I haven't even tried incest. Like, <laughs> like, or like, or just talk about like that. It's like, it's like you guys rejected me, and like you guys are into like sister fuckers or like something like that. Yeah. Um, and then like the Cantonese thing, I think you could like, you don't need to actually translate what it is. Uh, like initially, you could just say like, it just means that I'm like hella white, or like I like I I just love Chinese people or some shit. Or, like it doesn't need to be the actual translation. You can bring that in after. I just really want to say butthole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just still, still yeah, say butthole, but like you can, you don't need to like be with it. Good. Hey, uh, so you, the joke with you moving in with your girlfriend, you have an angle there. Like I like the concept of of like now you can like be yourself. Like, like now that we moved in, so like I don't know. Like I died in a couple examples. Like I don't know. I can walk around naked. I could do shit that I would used to be scared of doing. Yeah. But I also said like the punchline where you were like. All right, no, 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 do no hang out with male friends. Like, I see where you're going with there, but like, some people can like kind of take that wrong and sound a little chauvinistic. But I do like that joke, and you should definitely keep up with that. Thank you. Uh, I had a similar note. Yeah, if, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna be the asshole in the joke like that, it's people are not gonna like that. Yeah. So you gotta you have to either figure out a way to a pack package it and sell it. That people will it'll be palatable yeah. to people. Otherwise, they'll just hate it. Well, Every woman in the crowd will hate it. Everybody will hate it. On I top of that, to do their, I don't know. Maybe this just didn't work. Cause like yeah. ending it with like the like I ran a buyer. She said it's fine for me. Yeah, uh -huh. right. No, I, I totally. I mean, you could keep doing. I think it's a good challenge. But yeah. that's all I was gonna note. The same you, thing. Usually with stuff like that, I find it's better if you make that someone else who says it, and then you're okay. talking about them. Like yeah. uh, basically every major comedian when they. Like say horrible things. They say it as a character that they're that they're making yeah. fun. Right, right. That they're pointing out like this person is wrong. Or find a way to turn it on yourself or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, like something. Yeah. That's a really good podcast. Sorry. Yeah. There we go. Start one up. Oh, I had a couple quick notes. A couple quick notes. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, I like the thing about your like. I started when you when you you value things differently than when you're moving. You look at like I look at boxes now and I just think that's really you know. And then you could say something like. Uh, Instead of sexualizing it, I think maybe uh, maybe just be like, I was driving by a homeless encampment the other day, and I was like, that yeah. is a nice box. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Anyway, uh, then they could tell that my resume was fake at Lucasfilm. It, it says I worked as an assistant Jedi until 2015. <laughs> uh, they noted a gap in my resume. I told them I was frozen in carbonite. Ah! Uh, something like that. Frozen in carbonite. You're better off like 15 seconds. <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody. Josh Kotsky, yay! Yay! All right, well, we had uh, a quick drop-in, and the other people aren't here, so put your hands together, everybody, for Susan! How's everybody doing tonight? All right, it's been a while since I did stand up, but it's okay. This is this stuff is usually fun. So I just uh, joined the Democratic Socialists in America. Do we have any commies in the house, by the way? No communists? What the fuck? <laughs> Man, all right. Well, over the pandemic, you know, things have gotten really political, and like I myself have gotten really into that. 
So, so uh, I, I decided I'm going to go well into activism and uh, just make sure my voice is heard. Um, once, one issue I'm really passionate about is that I'm really pro-bullying. Like, I think we should encourage children to bully each other. Um, I, re I really think so. Uh, it builds character. Um, the reason why I am the way I am today is because of uh, the bullies I experience, and I used to uh, hate them, uh, have violent thoughts, but now I'm very grateful for them. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, I'm really passionate about this because, you know, uh, there has been like a, a very uh, anti-bullying effort going on growing up, and and now uh, the the kids that were into like computers and 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 science and all that stuff, like now that they now that we left them alone, you know, they grew up to become fucking techies, and now San Francisco wants to like fucking uh, wants to cater to them, and now like the price of rent is going up, so. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's fucked up to bully him, but do you also want to pay over $1,000 for rent every month? <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I think my uh, political uh, evolution has made me realize that I uh, actually am uh, very chauvinistic. Um, I had some uh, very bad, like, uh, sexist tendencies uh, that I had that I really need to, like, control um and uh the the quickest way i realized that was uh i've been a virgin for a lot for uh for most of my life and i was like dude why the fuck aren't these bitches and hoes like giving me any play then i realized wait maybe because i'm calling them bitches and hoes <laughs> uh you know what uh i uh neglected to write more than this so, I'm going to end it at this. Thank you, everybody! Susan, everyone! Comments. Comments from the people? What's up, comments? Jared? How you been? Doing great, man. Good. So, uh, I like the... Uh, it's funny to start out and be like, I'm a democratic socialist, and then you ask the, the audience if anybody's a communist. But you kind of just like let it go. You didn't really say anything. So it'd be funny if you were just like, fuck you for not hailing the one true king <laughs> Stalin or something like that. <laughs> something that's like, well, fuck you. you. You know, like depending on the reaction people give you, if they're like, yeah, then you go, you're with us, everybody else. You're all fucked. Something like that. I think you kind of could have a moment there. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that. But then like, do I really want to tell the audience, fuck you? Yeah, why not? It'd be fun. Because it's funny. Because it doesn't make any sense. Like, the more you play into how ridiculous it is, the funnier it is. Yeah, don't yeah. be aggressive. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I was, Something like I that. I think I will do that. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, with that, you could have been like, we're all equal under one true king. Like, something like that. Like, about commies. But um, then, <laughs> then the bit about, like, the, the bullying and, like, how you think that you should bring back bullying and stuff. Like, I... I like I, like, I mean, you're, like, going with the idea that it's, like, Bill's character and all that stuff. And, like, I, I think maybe if you just list a couple examples that, like, you can work on just, like, making those little gems. Yeah. Uh, like, like, tags themselves. But, uh, that's, I mean, it's a good premise. You'd be like, like, hey, I'm I'm a bully, and I've been a virgin for most of my life. Like, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> it doesn't always go bad or, like, some shit like that. Or, like, I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, good shit, man. All right. Thanks, man. Other comments? 
All right, clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Susan. Yay. All right, uh, the list is all weird, and that's okay. So your next comic up is actually, do you want to go up next to Jay? Or, but it would be Ian. So who wants to go? Okay, everybody put your hands together for a Jay. Hi, fellas and Pam. Pam's a fella, fuck. Uh, fucking wire. Hi, guys. I'm a Jay. I actually do have a middle name. Do you guys know that? Pam, did you know that? My my, my full name is a Jay. <sighs> fuck, I'm going to be a racist if I don't try this shit. Okay. Dumb Otherin. That's my full name. All right. I was stupid as hell. Um... I'm 23, and I realized that today that like 23 is the first year where I realize like I'm. It's okay to finally be anxious about like where my high school friends are doing in life. It's like one of my friends from high school recently became a millionaire because he got in early on Roblox of all things, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna die in a cardboard box under the highway. This is going terribly. Jesus Christ, fucking Roblox." And then and then one of my friends is starting a hardware store. And he's selling exclusively wicker furniture. And uh, we're in a lumber shortage. So I was like, okay, maybe it's not all bad. We're good. Maybe we can salvage this. Um, I've been dating a little bit because uh, I don't like to be alone. That's a very tender moment for, for us as an audience right here. Th thank you guys for sharing that with me. Um, I've been dating a little bit. And this girl uh, I, was, I was seeing, she was actually, we were sitting down and she was stealing some of my fries. That's, that happens sometimes, right? And she asked me, she was like, hey, if you ever... You had to decide: Would you be a tree or would you be a bird? It's like that's a pretty like cliche date question, right? I was like, I'd be a eucalyptus tree because eucalyptus trees feed koalas, which are really cute animals, but they also make the koalas really stupid and really just fucking so dumb. They but like it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful relationship because the koalas get leaves from the eucalyptus trees and the eucalyptus trees didn't say anything. And I was like, you're still sitting here, so this kind of proves my point. All right, you guys missed the fact about stealing fries. That, that was terrible. I got to agree with you. Did you guys see about like like the tsunami, a tsunami warning and stuff, like with the the volcano and shit? I saw so many people posting that on like Instagram, their Instagram stories, like, "Hey, imminent fucking crash on the coast in like in six hours." And I was like, "Shut the fuck up, please." It's like you. It's it's gonna be like a few waves. There's no way you could ever afford San Francisco real estate. Okay, you don't need to get too excited. It's all good. Like the only only time that you're looking to move into San Francisco is when your apartment, your studio apartment, comes with a snorkel. That's that's like that's your move-in strategy. All right, I need to work on that. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I apologize. This is going incredibly. Um, I realize that I have to date because I'm pretty bad with like just like one uh like one night stands and like just picking up women. Like uh, last time I tried that, I was like I I, I was like hey. My name's Ajay. You want to get out of here? And like that was obviously the wrong move, but I just I was like, "So what?" Cliff notes of the game get you. I didn't read anything else. I just want to get out of here. You want to get out of here? What if that went well? That would be terrible, right? What an awful start to a relationship. She's like, "Yeah, sure, I want to get out." I'm like, "You have you have absolutely no idea who I am. I could take you outside, and like out of here is a cardboard box on the side of the side of the street." And then, like, I mean, the relationship's moving fast already. I got to propose to her, like, when we get to her apartment, basically, right? That's that's the arrangement. And then, yeah, I, I didn't come up with a punchline for this. I needed 
do that. But I appreciate you guys listening to my sultry, sultry voice. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yay, Jay! Demandarin, you stay up there, darling. You stay up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say a couple First of all, yeah, you don't have to apologize, man. I mean, we're all just trying new <laughs> shit. So, yeah, just yeah. fucking roll with it. I think, you know, you're a funny guy. And, you know, just, first of all, that's it. Just roll out with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, then I think that uh, the whole idea of cliff notes for the game is actually a really funny premise. And, yeah, I think you could probably do a lot with that. Um, I think, yeah, like maybe like working that earlier in. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Pick a novel that's like set in a bar or well, something. Or well, the, the, game, the, the game is like, the pick, game it's like, is it's like a pickup yeah. artistry. So that's like, the whole funny thing about it. It's like if you misread it and you just left out all the important parts, the dumb stuff that you would probably do. Yeah. And just the way like you all like embarrass the, yourself. Yeah, yeah, like all like the like kind of subtle manipulation, yeah. touching and all that stuff. Like that it, yeah, and, and then just talk about getting kicked out of a bar or something. Yeah. Uh, and then the tsunami thing, uh, I don't know if you want to use this all, but it was so, something I noticed that was funny is everybody was posting about it, but like six hours after it was supposed to come yeah, in, yeah, yeah. they're like, ah, oh, there's a tsunami. You're like, it's noon, and it said it was at 8.30. So you're you're a little behind the yeah. times, you know? Like Anyway, that's yeah. all I got. Um, I enjoyed everything you did today. Um, so really? I did. I enjoyed it. Your Because it's all new stuff. Your high school friends... Yeah. I liked that whole premise. Um, what is okay? So I just heard roadblocks in another joke by Luke Branches, the child, in reference to Minecraft. Wait. Is roadblocks oh, like ro a roadblock? Roadblocks. It's, it's a silly game. It's a silly game that's it's like, it's like, it's like Minecraft. Yeah, it's but just, for I mean, babies. it's just like a kids' game, basically. Right. Okay. So I knew. Okay. I, so I did I know what you were talking about. I just. I was like, are those? I, just. I was like, what are these words people are saying? Uh, just for a fun little fact, eucalyptus grow. trees are very tall and they have incredibly shallow roots, mm. so they can easily fall over. So if you want to be a eucalyptus tree, it's also they're very shallow. Yeah, I mean the bit with that was that like she was stealing fries from me and like she's also like letting me roast her to her face. Right, and, like, and she must be incredibly pretty. Yeah, that's like, why you have cute. shallow. She's roots. really cute. Yeah, exactly, and, and you're like, shallow she's stealing like a eucalyptus. My food. Right, he, you and get she's it. getting dumber by the second. Like, right, but was... exactly, but you're shallow because she's pretty. Do you see? <laughs> oh, and okay, and, okay. and then um, want to get uh, out of here? Want to get out of here? Totally works if you're heartbreakingly good looking. Like it absolutely. If you walk it, if a guy like says to you, "You want to get out of here," and they're heartbreakingly good looking, you go, "Uh huh," and you walk out the door with them. So I'm sorry that line didn't work for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that wouldn't work. Yeah, no, I couldn't do Damn. that. Damn. 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 Fix your face, bro. Sorry, Fix bro. It. You are heartbreaking. I, I should have fucking put some goddamn <laughs> whoa, deodorant wait, on. If it makes you feel better, you said that to me, I'd go home with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, that makes me feel worse. On the on the rules to so the sorry. for the rules to the game thing, I don't know if I, I missed this or something, but yeah. um, I don't know. You might maybe work in like board game rules or something like you do monopoly like i mean oh, again if, like the, that the, like if i if i run out of money i'm fucked see, like, the, the thing is the, oh wait okay like because the game itself is like a pickup artistry no i i get oh, you because like, okay, so, you're like, talking rules to the game and you're talking about like like i could just work in the rules from all the other games i know like monopoly i know you're fucked if you run out of money it's the same yeah. thing yeah okay okay but, i mean there, it I'm is, sure there's you're more fucked examples if you're running out of money. that would work like oh if you don't have a house then like no one wants i don't know there's yeah Maybe, probably not. Maybe. I I don't think I have any ideas, but I like the whole <laughs> premise with uh, all all 
you're at the age now where your friends are like successful and stuff. Mm. Cause I know I relate to that. So it's definitely like a relatable thing. Uh, I don't, I, I wish I had something for you, but I'm just saying that's a good premise. And I think there's a lot you could play with that. Yeah. yeah. And then with I the, think, cause like there was an interplay with like, I'm like, there are super successful people, but there's also like friends that are like kind of fucking up. But yeah. like, like one is giving me like anxiety and the other is also giving me anxiety, but I'm uh. like, okay, it's all right. Okay. Like, I hope I don't end up there, but it's all good. Mm. Yeah, okay. um, you should definitely go out with, like, crazy examples, because there are some, like, I'm we're the same age, like, there are some, like, kids, like, from our school that, like, have done some, or we, we haven't even gotten to the same school, like, yeah. from, the high, from our high school, have gone on to go do some crazy shit, yeah. like, like, so whatever like crazy Like, pyramid schemes example, and shit. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, you want to get in on this fucking... Bitcoin? You, you, this nutri <laughs> nutrition supplement? I don't know. Clap your hands together, right, everybody, you. for Ajay Demandarin. Yay. Ajay Demandarin, yay. All right, your next comedian. He always gives great comments. Clap your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay. The only Ian that matters, really. Oh, hello, everybody. Uh... Do you guys, th you guys think do you guys think men are dumb? Do we all agree on that? We're, yes! we're pretty dumb, right? And I don't mean to do that in like a you know feminist way. I think it's true, and I think the way you know that men are dumb is the way we get advertised for. Everything with men is so super like over masculine. I feel like everything in our advertising is very masculine, because we just need to be affirmed by like us, you know, having testosterone and like being like butch individuals you know like i saw a, tr a, a commercial and it was for a razor but it doubled as an eyebrow trimmer but because that's way too feminine the dude in the commercial he's like in a steel cage with flames around him and it's this hemsworth looking motherfucker and he's just like trimming his eyebrows and it's just the most ridiculous thing ever i don't know about you guys but when i shave it's usually at a bathroom and it's not in a steel cage so i don't know what they were trying to go for but i think men fall for that kind of shit i do i really do you could see it also in soap. You guys go to, go into the soap aisle of like a Walgreens or something, and there's, it's two completely different worlds. So you look at the female soap, and it's like white and pink, and there's flowers, and they use words like citrus and lavender. It's really beautiful on that side. And then you look over at the men's section, and it looks like they're selling like motor oil, you know? Like the container's like black and gray, and they're all the same name. You look at it, it's Dove for Men, Garnier for Men, Pantene for Men, because... If you get past the barrier of picking up the bottle, you need to be like, well, is this fucking for men? I need to know. And it just needs to say for men because that's how fucking stupid we are. We, have, we need blatant like understanding that this is for men, even though it's probably the same shit in both of the bottles for the men and the women. And you look at the ingredients. It doesn't say citrus or lavender, right? It says shit like polyethylene glycerin, tiger blood, the souls of your enemies. Like it's all this just like masculine affirming shit, you know? It doesn't say lavender or citrus. Also like the bars of soap. You guys ever buy a bar of soap with like tactical grip on it, <laughs> right? Like men's soap has tactical, because we're so strong, we can't have the soap slip out of our hands because also dropping the soap is for pussies, right, okay? And then four-in-one soap, that's another one I won't get into. But if you know anybody with four-in-one soap, they're a manipulator and they'll probably abuse you emotionally. It's true. Um, I, work at a, I work at a pet supply store, and it's a, it's a cool gig, I guess. But uh, do you guys, have you guys ever talked to a dog person? Anybody? 
Yeah, they're the worst, right? I hate talking to dog people. Are, are you a dog person? Yeah, well, fuck you, you know? The thing is, is like, dogs aren't that special. They're kind of all the same thing that they just look different. They, they bark, they shit, they sleep. That's all they do. Yeah, and eat. Bark, shit, sleep, and eat, okay? That's all they fucking do. But these people come in and they try to act like their dog is special, you know? Because they want, they want to make the dog special. This lady came in, she's like, do you have any vegan dog food? And I was so pissed off at her. I wanted to turn around and be like, hey, fuck you, okay? Just ha have the dog eat regular food. This is an animal that eats its own shit, okay? It's not vegan. We don't want vegan dogs in this world. And that's all I'm going to say. Thank you very much. I've been Ian Langlands. Yeah. Ian Langlands, hooray. Hooray, yeah. Ian. What's up? What's up, buddy? Uh, you got anything to say? Yeah, just uh, no. Just use it. Oh, VP right now. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I love the care. I love the extra emphasis you put into like changing up your accents. <laughs> yeah, just playing around with your set. Uh, the only thing I can say is, uh, fuck you. Dogs are special. All right. <laughs> they're not. They're not. Uh, I love. I love that, that. And that's the worst microphone to use, you guys. Just so you know, out of all of them, that one's like the XLR cable's all weird. Um, but I love that over masculine joke. And yeah. I would. I think the way to really make it sing is to change the order and start with, "There's a steel cage and da da da. What are they selling?" And then you're like, oh, "It's oh, an oh, eyebrow ooh. trimmer." Oh, yeah. I would just if you change the order of that, it might. Because it's the concept is so funny, and that whole and I've heard you do that joke before, yeah. but just to Bring open with, yeah. Um, and then on the pet supply thing, same thing. The vegan dog is very funny because yeah. it's oxymoronic. But um, just get to the vegan faster, okay. like a little less hate. Don't don't start <laughs> hating until you give us a reason to hate. Okay. Like because I can hate with you on a vegan dog food. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say for like the vegan dog food thing, you could like open up with like are you vegan and then they're like yeah and then you're like do you eat your own shit and like do you have <laughs> yeah, yeah. like talk about like how their diet is like nothing like their dogs and like then then go to oh, okay and fucking hate on them no just do what you want man All right. okay um i really love that again your um masculinity premise and um I, there really is legit a set of men's makeup supplies called war paint really <laughs> legit I mean, a foundation called War Paint. <laughs> but yeah, and I think that also, if you also want to bring in, maybe you can add this to this piece, is when you, your dress humor, your, um, when you talked about how you'd notice size dress, whatever, that, that other joke that you oh, had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, I, I think, feel like there's a thread there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe you can add those pieces together and build those oh, into yeah, something else. Idea. But yeah, look up War Paint. I think it's hilarious. Okay. And also maybe Pam's... Um, intermittent fasting, because I did get an advertisement for that in my Facebook feed. Did you really? That's so <laughs> I did. Ian, use any other thing. That one just, it buzzes. Like, the buzz on it is making me crazy, so just pick anything else. Um, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> this guy, he calls himself a professional? Okay, here we go. Um, uh, let's see here. I, I would say, after this, you said, if I was you, um, I would kill myself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, end of notes. No, uh, no, no, no. Um, with with the the first bit you had uh, about the the man and advertising, I, I think it's a good bit and you have funny stuff in there, but you kind of have an unnecessary setup at the beginning because mm. you go, men are stupid. Okay. And then it never really devolves into why men are stupid. And okay. then you, you talk more about the advertising. I think it's a more interesting bit if you make it more personal to you, like maybe why men's advertising doesn't work on you because it's so like aggressive and manly and you're not mm. or something like that. It okay. just 
the the con you could do something with men are stupid but the the actual payoff has that premise isn't they don't really connecting connect. for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like unnecessary words. Okay. I think for me, it just, I get so caught up in having like an introduction, like paragraph to my bits, where it's just like, what's the deal with this? And then I... <laughs> which which is fine, as long but as it just it, didn't, it's, it's it, closely connected. Okay. And I would, I'm all, and everyone's different, but but for me, pers if I'm being honest, I'm, it's always more interesting if you make it personal about yourself. Uh -huh. So if you could relate the premise to why advertising isn't effective on you, I okay. think it's always going to be more interesting than a general blanket statement about okay. men in general, you yeah. know, because then that also, if people go, well, that's not how I feel, then, yeah. then you kind of qualm all that because it's it's your take on right. this subject. But anyways, that, that's just what I thought. I think okay. the, the bit is good and you have yeah. some really funny, I wrote down the polyethyl, whatever, glycerol, whatever you said, that's a funny yeah. word. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, I think that's, that's actually in soap, actually. I, yeah. I believe it. I mean, that, that, that's all good stuff. So uh -huh. I think you're on the right track. Just, just be careful with unnecessary like premises and setups and stuff. Because okay. I don't think you need that, the men is stupid thing. Okay, cool. Cool. Great stuff. Clap your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! Yay! And then yay! All right. Your next comedian. Lovely human being. Very funny man. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kelly Evans. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Why the fuck are condoms still so bad? They are, they've been around for 200 years. They have not improved at all. We don't do that with anything else. The cars were like, yeah, we're going to make them safer, put seatbelts in them, faster engines, better fuel efficiency. Airplanes, yeah, we're going to go from a rotor to like a jet plane and we're going to be able to fit more people in there and travel across the continent. And then condoms, let's put some more lube on it, you know? Let's make it lubier. That's our that's our fucking answer to that. We're <laughs> like glow in the dark. Who's gonna see it? You know? Who's gonna not the way I do it? I'm staying in. All right. It's called soaking. Check it out. The Mormons know what's up. Um, fuck yeah. All right. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I was talking recently about a woman that I know. Uh, who I used to work with, used to film her own pregnancy porn. And I was just like, I was kind of jealous, honestly, because that's a really bold move. Have you ever tried to film your own porn? And you're like, yeah, it's going to be so hot. And it is not. It is so bad, actually. It's really bad. It's like trying to make your own souffle. It comes out lopsided, and it doesn't rise the way you think it's going to, you know? Seriously, it's really, it's bad. It's like, have you ever had hackers steal your porn and then give it back? Like, that's how I... That's how bad it is. It really just like, I don't know why we think we're going to be able to do that because we don't really think that about anything else. I'm not out there fucking filming pickup basketball like this is going to be so great to watch when I get home. All those missed layups and me getting tired after seven minutes and having to sit down because I get winded easily. That's how I have sex. Anyway. All right. That's something. Um, I... Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. I like to watch all kinds of news, and I um, I don't get most of it. It's all pretty dumb. But I especially I feel like really really right wing news is very con they're confused because they can't decide like are leftists scary or are they weak? You know they're like these effeminate soy boys, yeah, with peanut allergies and gluten weaknesses. We're going to take over your neighborhoods and make you read Mein Kampf with fucking a dildo in your ass because they want you to be gay. I don't know. Not Mein Kampf. It was Das Capital. But anyway, I just wrote that. That's all right. That's maybe something. Um, I'll finish on this because it's actually something that happened here. I was uh, I was 
um, talking about a story in which uh, I was at Rachel Pinson's birthday party, and she made all the comics do another comic set. So you had to do their set as them. I drew Warhol Kaufman. Everybody know Warhol Kaufman? Yeah? We know him? So I didn't know all his jokes, and so I asked him. I was like, hey, can you give me some of your jokes? And uh, he gave me three jokes, and they all had the N-word in them. <laughs> and so I did them. I did them all. No, I, no, I didn't do them. I, ended up, I didn't do them at all. And uh, uh, I ended up telling that story to someone, and outside they were like, yeah, see, that's what I like about Louis C.K. I was like, what? He's like, he says the N-word, you know? And I'm like... That's why you like Louis? Okay, if you don't know, Louis C.K. is a guy. He got really famous. He's a white guy for saying the N-word and some other stuff. But, you know, we're not going to talk. Anyway, but uh, it's a weird reason to that's the thing you like about someone is like that's you're like, man, I love really sharp outfits and, and you know, I love a man in uniform. You're like, you know, that's the thing I liked about Hitler, you know, really knew how to dress. Um, anyway, that's my time. Thank you. Kelly Evans. Yeah, you get you get comments. All right. Um, yeah, and Hugo Boss designed the Nazis' outfits. That's why they were so cool. Um, I love that porn souffle joke. That is just a keeper. Okay. Dear God, that was so funny. And um, when you start making the sex and basketball um, references, I mean, you have so much opportunity there for sounds or like I'm always shooting it or yeah. there's got to be all kinds of silly things yeah, that you yeah, say yeah, in yeah. basketball that sound sexual. So I really liked all those directions very much. Cool. Other comments? Anybody else? These are just premises I started with. So please, I'm taking anything and They're everything. They're great. Peanut allergies? Thank you. Yeah, I kind of flubbed that because it was supposed to be the the flip side, the other half I fucked up. But I feel like there's potential there. Um, anybody else? Can make a peanut butter souffle. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I have a way to make that approachable because then it just, it's like, I'm a white comic, they're a black comic. All the jokes have the N-word in them. That's the funny part of that. Right. I just can't figure out the second part because I thought it was funny that that's the reason why he likes someone is it's a white guy who says the N-word. I'm like, that's why you like them, but maybe, I can't figure out how to. Maybe something about Eminem or rap, something about being, a, are there any white rappers yeah. that say the N-word or? Possibly. Like. Ooh. DJ Khaled is not black, but I think he says the N-word, right? Yeah. Something like... Yeah. Mm. But that's the same thing with the Hitler direction. Is like, I feel like it needs to be less extreme. Anyway, that's... All right. You, I'm eating up a lot of time. Uh, with, with the condom thing, I think you could talk about like how like phones are getting thinner and like condoms are getting thinner. Like that's the only re like that's that's what yeah. everybody wants when it's like less of the less of the condom. Yeah, all right. So there like might be something about shitty. like feeling your phone. Already, that's just Maybe. actually a new tag to another jokes, but I might be able to squeeze in one more yeah, thing I'm, to it. Yeah, because it's, it's but uh, there might be something there. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else? Clap, all right, clap your hands. Thank wildly. you very much, Kelly Evans. Yay! Yay! Your next comedian, she is going through this huge project right now. Um, over 30, 30 shows in 30 days. So clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. I'm a little discombobulated here. Okay. I got some new stuff. Uh... I'm ridiculous, I know this, 
I'm self-conscious and uh, awkward around people. Um, hi, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you would think that by the time I got my age, um, I would outgrow it and be more relaxed and uh, have more confidence, but uh, no, it's actually it's gotten worse. And uh, yesterday, I um, I met this person. I was talking to him, and I had just met him. And when I left, I said, "Nice seeing you again." And he just looked at me like, "Okay, that's good." Sorry. And you know, another way that I'm uh, ridiculous is that I dress myself. Um, my fashion sense hasn't changed since high school. I have uh, jeans, sneakers, and low self-worth. What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't know. I, uh, I never got to, um, I never learned how to dress. It's not my fault. My mother didn't know how to teach me. She didn't have any fashion sense herself. And uh, she used to say, her only advice was, um, the pretty young bird can wear colors, but the plain black fat bird should only wear black. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my mother did drugs. But um, one thing I'm really good at, and uh, I hate to brag, but um, because it's it's so unbecoming, but I'm an excellent anorexic. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at it. So if you have any food that you want to be ignored, just call me, and uh, I'm your girl. Um, ever hear of anyone pimping themselves out at, for being an anorexic? Well, hello, I'm Lauren, and I'm, I'd like to help you lose those extra 10 pounds. Um, uh, you want to keep one resolution this year? Hire me, and you'll never look at food the same way again. All right, we're working on that one. Um, I did this one before, but I want to try it again. Um, who's got a go-to snack? And don't say pussy, because I'll smack you right side of your head. <laughs> Any snack? Anybody? Giant mango. Giant mango, yes. Cookies, all right. And what did you say? Cheetos. Cheetos, all right. That's what, yeah. My go-to snack is pretzels. Not just regular pretzels, but the kind with um, the honey wheat pretzels, because they're really, they're really good. They have the, all the three things that you need in your daily food intake. They got um, salt, sweet, and addictive. I have a snack corner in my house on my kitchen table. And I have all the um, co the snacks arranged in order. There's um, chocolate and uh, other hard candy, and then there's uh, s s salty, which is usually pretzels, but sometimes I'll splurge and I'll get uh, bl blue corn chips. I know I'm going to hell. I am going to hell. And I have cookies, thank you. And there's usually two kinds because I'm not an elitist, and I'm going to hell. And um, I'm going to plug through this one here. Then also ice cream in the freezer because the never-ending supply of ice cream, and I don't have a joke about that because don't fuck with my ice cream. Uh, I mostly live on snacks. They're just small meals with um, that you eat more often and in hiding. That's there's no more difference really with that. Um, nobody's interested, so I'm not going to talk about my. Um, diet, but I will say this, for an anorexic depressive with social anxiety and a math phobia, 
I'm pretty mediocre when it comes to feeding myself. But I did manage to make it to my 60s, so I must be doing something right. Um, I never thought I'd make it past 30, so this is pretty good. Um, who knew that a, a cannabis habit in a, uh, who knew that it would, what, when it came down, right down to it, the answer was a cannabis habit and a, um, a, a bunch of snacks. I fucked that up. All right, thank you very much. That's my time. Yay, Laura Crow, yay, blah, blah, blah. yay. Uh, I was going to say the, the bit about like you uh, not like having self-confidence and stuff and then t talking about like, I saw somebody, I was like, hey, nice seeing you again. You could like end that with, and he gave me like a really shitty, like really messed up look. You'd be like, okay, dad, like I, I know dementia is hard, but like, like I, I swear to God, I saw you yesterday. So, yeah, like, um, and then the the bit about like the snacks, like being like they're just little meals that, like I think I think you could talk about like they like you eat them in hiding, right? You like you're ashamed of that. You'd be like, you're just, they're just small meals that you eat with shame or something like that. Like it's just like dinner, but you just it's dinner with shame or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Just just that. I loved all that stuff. I thought it was super vulnerable and uh, awesome. And the snack stuff was so relatable. And it gives you the opportunity to connect with the audience with the riffing, which I enjoyed very much. And like you were doing callbacks with the snacks, all that stuff. And I think it's just ironic that you're on stage talking about self-consciousness when it's stand-up. So <laughs> it's like, uh, stuff. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked a lot of a lot of what you were saying, and uh, and I was also really curious to hear more, especially about like the um, uh, self conscious stuff. Like I was like I was really curious, like why you think you're more self conscious now than you were. Like kind of like there's possible things that could be funny there, and then also um, like what do you like what you consider like a solution is but maybe then it's like not it's like i do this i do this and then i lock myself in my house because i'm not going outside today you know something <laughs> like you know um uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah i just uh, yeah i'm very curious to hear more about those because you kind of started in and then you know you left me wanting some more you know okay yeah. good good thank you cool hands wild oh Clap wildly, everybody. Lauren Kraut, yay! Yay! All right, well, that's it for comments. Now we just do four-minute sets, which is awesome and amazing and super fun. And I'm glad we're all still here, and we'll all still continue being supportive and awesome with new material and old material and all the material. Clap your hands wildly for Brady Pearson. Yay! Oh, my God. Hi, everybody. Kelly, I think about like condoms all the time, of course, because um, I never wear them. But do you ever think about like those ribbed condoms, you know, like and how they're ribbed for her pleasure? Who the fuck is she? Anyway, so this is July had the best. I mean, right? Who the fuck is she? How did they test her out? Like, oh, yeah, it's for her pleasure. I, you know, who the fuck is she? I want to meet this bitch. Because um, the dick isn't enough. Let's put some rings on it. Although, I mean, I have put a dick on a ring before, it's true. Um, speaking of which, I had a great weekend. I finally went out on, uh, went out on a date. 
And oh my God, I, I mean, I have to say is I sucked so much dick this weekend again. And uh, I sucked that dick like a snorkel. Like for oxygen. It was fantastic. I sucked so much dick it made me think the existential question. How many miles of dick did I suck? I mean, let's say the average dick is what? Six, six and a half inches. Well, I guess for you, it'd probably be more like five, six. I'm being generous. I'm kind. I'm a giver. And um, so let's say six inches, one pass, one pass. It's a foot. So I feel like a foot. So I definitely at least sucked a marathon. Felt like it too. And it made me think other questions like... Um, what if we had a Dick Olympics? One of the sports could maybe be something like synchronized fisting. Don't clap. Just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so I came up with a new song tonight, and I just want to see if uh, what y'all think. Yeah, I know. And it had this, um, so I was having this feeling today, like, um, I came home and my roommate shit was everywhere. And so I wrote a song about it. It was something like, Tell me why can't you pick, why can't you just clean your shit? Tell me why must you leave it be? Oh, I asked you this morning to clean your shit. Then I let it be. Oh, I woke up in this morning. Your shit was all still there. The plates, the bowls, and spoons. My God, I think that's your underwear. Tell me why must I clean up your shit today? So I picked it all right up. I took it out back and burnt it. That's about where I got, but these are my thoughts today. Thank you. At least something was almost funny. Um, but yeah, I'm working on that, ladies and gentlemen, and um, I guess that's really all I have because all I worked on. Thanks, guys. Brady Pearson! The song styles and jokes. Yay! Yay! All right, your next comedian. We haven't seen him in a while, and I'm glad he's back. Clap your hands in a wild slap you like motion for Wally Hippolito. What up, what up? Hello? What up, everybody? How y'all doing? How's it going? Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Uh, y'all enjoying the season of Black Mirror? No, I'm talking about life, Pam. I'm talking about fucking life out here, Pam. Guys, Captain, Mer Captain America is black. A tsunami thinks it's on the way. We don't know yet. And in the midst of all this, I'm finding out children are a fucking nightmare. I hate it, guys. Like, why is having kids still a thing these days? Like, children are the pandemic no one's talking about. Like, we're losing breath. I'm losing a little bit of my life. I'm losing money every fucking day. And I don't even have a kid. It's fucking terrible, man. I went on vacation with my family this weekend and... I spent three days with these kids and I'm, I'm, left, I'm left soulless after this. It's crazy, man. Like, my cousins gave these kids the fucking world this weekend, right? Only to have one of these little shits cry over not getting popcorn and then tell my cousins, this is the worst vacation ever. Guys, 
How close have you ever been to wanting to punch a girl in the face? Any fucking day. Okay, you're taking too long. I was so close to wanting to punch my little niece in the face, I, I had to leave. I had to leave. I couldn't do it anymore. And then you got to deal with this shit for at least 18 years? What the fuck is that, man? Like, guys, that's four term. That's four Biden terms. Four and a half. At least we Biden. We at least with Biden, we know he's gonna croak in two of them, right? It's insane, man. Like, I don't even blame my dad for not coming back without the milk. You know what I mean? It's good that he's gone. I understand it now. I get that shit. It's wild. It's wild. But uh, you know, I grew up in an immigrant family kind of wild like they tell you stories about how poor they grow up you know you know my family's Filipino my family's from the Philippines white man you wouldn't know about that it's cool you're cute though but uh you know I thought it was all cap until they showed me a Christmas photo that was the big thing you know I scanned it I look around I look at it and uh, you know it's nothing out of the ordinary right but uh everyone's just smiling under the tree but I see you know I, I look at the tree I look a little deeper I see um there are white spots in the tree. It's my grandma in fucking brown pants wearing green. She's a fucking tree. In a land where trees grow, my family was so fucking poor, we couldn't afford to chop down a tree. It's wild, man. Meanwhile, my niece is bitching about popcorn. It's fucked up. But on a brighter note, though, money is good. You know, we made in America, money is good. Um, I'm glad to announce that I brought, I picked up a second job this year. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. Like, uh, I'm a, I'm a sugar baby, guys. Yeah, I'm, this will work a lot better with black people in here. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna end it right there, cause uh, I felt good about that one. <laughs> Wally Polito, everyone. Hooray, he feels good. We feel good, too. Uh, your next comedian. Hey, Ian, are you ready? All right, put your hands together for Ian Levy. Yay! Here we go. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I would, uh, someone recently referred to me uh, as a fuckboy. Uh, and I, I said to them, I, I, I'm not a fuck boy. Uh, I'm what you would call a fuck man. Uh, because when my friends see who I've been sleeping with, they go, fuck man. Uh, okay, there we go. Joke number one down. Okay. Was it good? No. Okay. We're moving on right along. There we go. Fun times. Um, I need to, uh, I, I need to, uh, I'm single right now, but I think I'm ready for another breakup. That's what I've... I've hit that point because I've never been in as good shape as I was when I when I went through a breakup. I was just I don't know if you've ever done push-ups while crying, but it's very good for your core. Okay, there we go. I I've hit the point where I think I just need I need to date someone just to break up with them so that then I can get back into shape. Okay, I'm not feeling that. That's fine. Uh, I I recently went and hung out with. Uh, have you guys ever? I, I feel like most people have an uh, an attractive friend. And have you ever hung out with your attractive friend like at a bar when there's another person who's more attractive than them at the bar? They lose their mind, okay? They just don't know how to function. They, they don't, not really funny, but uh, based on a true story. Okay, moving on. Um, I found, I had this happen the other day. I, um, I'm bad at getting out of conversations. Uh, I, I was with this, uh, I was in a bar and this guy was trying to talk to me. And then I, um, I, I said like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to my friend. 
and I walked away, but my friend was engaged in conversation with someone else. So then I'm just standing alone in the bar and I look over and I could see the guy just looking at me and he's like, <laughs> and I was like, Ugh, and I just looked into the corner. So, um, okay. You know, some nights you just try, you just throw out premises that want to steal what sticks so far. None of them. Okay. Good times. Um, I don't like movies about, uh, world war two. Uh, because I think they make everyone look too heroic, you know, like the people who lead the, the, the battle, they're always like, we're gonna go over there and beat these Nazis for puppy dogs and apple pie, you know, cause we're good guys. Well, that's not, that's not what war is like. That's not the people who lead the war. They're not heroes. You know, who leads the war is the same people who run the DMV. They're not brave. They're just like number 32, come to the front line. It's time to, I always think about. Like I never, I've never seen a, a World War II movie that 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 really represents what I think like it's really like for everyone. Like I always remember my friend growing up always had this story about his grandpa who was in World War II. Because whenever there's a movie, there's always like you know it's like the soldiers looking all brave crossing the field and there'll be like choir music that's like oh as they're like you know looking all brave and stuff. But I, I have a friend who used to always tell a story about his grandpa who apparently went over. He was in Normandy. He didn't go when the actual D-Day landing. He came a few days later. But uh, he only saw combat once when he was walking through the woods and gunfire broke out. And his grandpa and everyone in his platoon, instead of fighting back, they just laid down on the ground, right? Because they didn't, so the bullets would go over their head. And uh, he, he was laying in a little creek is where he was laying and he had to go to the bathroom. So he starts peeing, at which point he realized he was laying the wrong direction in the creek. So he began to pee onto his own face. Where's the Steven Spielberg movie of that? That's what I want to... I want to just see a soldier peeing on his face as you hear the... That's a real... Okay, that seems realistic to me. Okay. Ah, oh boy. Okay, last joke. Time to get out of here. I have a, um, a friend of mine is uh, is, is uh, gay. Uh, and he's an interesting person because I feel like he feels like he he feels pressured into into playing up the the his gay lifestyle because there's a certain expectation because whenever you ask him you're like ah oh, what were you up to last week he'll be like oh I was snorting coke off a man's taint in a bar but he what he was at home reading a book he has a husband I know it's okay no one finds that funny but it's true it's uh he's just reading a book about Sylvia Plath. Okay, I'm done. Okay, there we go. Yay, Ian Levy, hooray! All right, we're in a rock block of badass comedians. Clap your hands together for Orion Levine, yay! What's up, everybody? I'm Ian's more attractive friend. This is, I don't like that I'm doing these jokes in order that I, that I am. But a friend of mine uh, just got a new girlfriend, um, which is kind of sad for me because we don't really hang out that much anymore. I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to jerk off alone. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I heard, uh, I, I recently heard about these three brothers. Um, I just learned this today, actually. There's these three brothers. Uh, I'm sorry. There's these two brothers. Um, and they both uh, are, in, are like, they like voice people voice actors maybe uh, well okay so the first one works at uh, all these boxing arenas 
Uh, and he's the guy that's uh, at the beginning of the match. He goes, let's get ready to rumble. That's his entire job. He goes, I'm sure we've all heard that. It's just one guy. He's like going to all these boxing arenas. And then his brother, funny enough, he does the same thing, but at UFC arenas. And he has his own catchphrase. He actually says, at the start of the match, he goes, it's time. And it starts. And then there's a third brother, and not a lot of people know it. He's less successful. Uh, he just works at 7-Eleven. And every time you walk in, he goes, doo-doo. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. There we go. We're getting through it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I have uh, uh, sheep. Um, don't laugh at that. Um, I, I have sheep. I'm... I don't. That's a level of white. I'm not really ready to own up to, but I'll do it on the open mic circuit for now. And um, I have these sheep. Um, they're like pet, they're not really like pets. They, they're I don't even really I don't even remember one of their names. I know one of them's Andre. I just call the other one three thousand. And uh, they they're not well. They're not pets. They're there for you know they're there for land management. You know they eat the grass and if anyone trespasses they shoot them and. Um, that was, I was hoping that would be a climax. Um, but they had sheep. I don't know how to break it to this. I mean, they had lamb. <laughs> they had lamb, baby sheep. Um, I don't know how to break it that to you guys that my sheep be fucking. They do. Uh, they, they, they do, they do be fucking. They're pretty freaky, actually. They fucking a shed. Um, so yeah, they have these lambs. And I, every year we have lamb. They have like two lamb. Um, uh, and we end up, we do end up slaughtering the lamb, not ourselves, but we take them to the to the butcher and we get slaughtered because that's their lamb. Uh, and usually we give away the meat, you know. But this year I I took one of them, and so now I just have this lamb, this dismembered lamb in my freezer in my garage, like I'm like some kind of psycho. Uh, and I haven't eaten them. I at first I was like I'm gonna eat this lamb, but it's hard to. Uh, you you know you grow a connection with something that you watched get conceived in a shed. You do. I feel like no no one really wanted to hear about this. Um, <laughs> is that fair to assume? Uh, I got COVID. I finally got COVID, and I, I I didn't get it for two years, and I was starting to get so cocky. Like I was starting, you know, I hit up the CDC. Like maybe we should check me out. You know what I mean? And I don't know I don't know why I got where this cockiness come from. I'm not that way with any other disease. You know. I, I'm terrified of herpes. Every day I wake up and I'm like, this is the day. And for my entire life it's been like that. And then one new virus comes around and I didn't catch it for a couple cycles and I thought I was invincible. Um, all right. I'm, I'm, for this year, new year, I'm giving up carbs, finally giving up carbs, committing full time to hunger. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. I, I didn't realize how hard it would be. I'm just eating vegetables and bread. That's it. Um, all right. Good night. Yay, Ryan Levine! I'll eat your lamb. Oh my gosh! <laughs> really? Because I'm 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 a, I'm, an, I'm an exceedingly good cook. I could even do it here. I have a little grill here. I like to grill things on all the time. Uh, all right, your next comedian. Uh, she's lovely. Put your hands together, everybody, for Riley! Yay! Hello. Thank you. Shout out Orion and Ian. They came in fourth and fifth in a competition for comedy. You guys are great. Uh, <laughs> had to do it. Um, I was scared to wear this outfit tonight because it's my friend's birthday and it's like uh, like a 70s theme. 
and I was scared to wear this here for comedy, but then I remembered everyone here is a male stand-up comedian, so you guys are all virgins, so it's really nice to know that. <laughs> yeah. It's sad, but it's true. All right. Um, think. Let's think, let's think. Uh, I was seeing two guys like a while ago, and uh, I like to say that they were same, same, but different. Same, same for the fact that one was a surfer, one was a skater, so you know, like same, same, but different. Um, one was an aggressive stoner, the other was an alcoholic, so you know, same, same, but different. Um, one moved away and one just didn't want to date me, so you know, same, same, but different. So we're just all rounding it out. Uh, let's think what else, yeah. It's her birthday actually coming up soon. She's turning 65, so it's really, I'm really excited for you. Awesome. Let's go on to the next. You're retiring? I'm just happy to know that I have a friend that will come to all of my sets, because this side of the room is heavy on having no friends, so it's really great. I'm just insulting this side of the room. I feel so bad. Uh, but uh, let's then do, 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 do. What? Stop whispering me on stage. Um, I'm kind of back on Bumble because I got forced back to be like to be back on Bumble because my boss said that I should meet more people because he thinks that I am aggressively single. Little does he know, it's true. Uh, <laughs> um, no, okay, okay. Let's do an actual set. Uh, so when I was little. Not, oh my god, sorry. I'm just like really freaking out for a weird fact that uh, life, but okay. So I used to drink a lot, I used to go to a lot of kegs, and I fell off a ledge one time. I know Pam likes this set. Oh god, I feel like I'm going down a weird spiral. This wasn't supposed to happen tonight. I'm kind of freaking out in a weird way because depression works in a fun way and anxiety. Uh, haha, thank you. Um, she's watching it happen right now. Woo! Okay, so I fell off a ledge when I was a kid. And it was in a very funny way for the fact that, you know, like when you belly flop and you don't hit water, that's falling off a ledge. So, but I landed on a stick. Actually, fun fact, uh, about a year ago, I found out when I got stitches on my leg from falling off a ledge, they, you know how there's dissolvable stitches? Well, apparently this doctor didn't realize that the stitches that he put in my leg didn't dissolve. So I had a stitch in my leg for five years. So I was determined to take out said stitch because one took an Adderall that day. So um, that was deep. I'm going to get the fuck off stage. I'm going to go to my friend's birthday. I look like a whore. Have a lovely night. I'm so sorry. Riley, you do look super cute. You look like you're in a, um, you look like, um, like, no, you look like, um, you, you look like, um, what's it called? Scooby-Doo. You look like if Scooby-Doo um, was like cooler and prettier. Like, not Scooby-Doo the dog, but like one of the characters on Scooby-Doo. This looks technically my home. Are you trying to be Scooby-Doo? No, but. Oh, because I thought you were in the Scooby-Doo family. That's what I thought. All right, Riley, yay. Uh, we're going to have Dan and then we're going to do Ray. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Dan Britton, yay. Well, this is going to be a quick set. I got to get out of here. I got to go to the cast show for my ballet class. So, 
you know, it's actually true. Um, and it's hard to convince people that you're straight when you're going to a ballet class in the Castro. It's also hard to pick up women in ballet class in the Castro because it's like, and plie. What's up? And point. All right. And spin. What's up, baby? You into black swans? Thought it was funny. Guess not. Fuck it. I'm not as into rap as I used to be, but I still like some rap songs, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially ones from when I was younger. Like, one rap song I'll always love is 2 Chain's song, No Lie. You know the song? Like, no lie, no lie. So many one-liners in that song. He's like, I've been smoking on that gas. And how are you still alive, sir? Then he goes, bought my boo bigger tits and a bigger ass. It's like, why would you buy a ghost? Breast augmentation. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to get to the main part of the joke where he's like, left hand on that steering wheel, right hand on that pussy. It's like, this is a little unpractical, Chains. Like, this is like kind of like one of these, you know? It's like, you got to finger the pussy and you got to steer. It's like, what do you do if you have to turn? I'm on fucking fire tonight, guys. This is going awesome. <laughs> Um, I just wonder how he came up with the name Two Chains, because like the only time I ever saw Two Chains, he did not have Two Chains on. So does he do it like depending on the day, like January fourteenth? He's like, all right, fourteen chains. Or like, what happens if he's like got a huge gambling debt? He's like negative twenty six chains. Two chains jokes. <laughs> Somebody was talking about um, being gay earlier, and uh, I, I got a lot of gay friends. I really appreciate them, um, and I appreciate the differences between gay phenomenon and straight phenomenon. Like Every time I go to a, a straight karaoke bar, it's the same thing. It's just like drunk girls being drunk and 25-year-old guys trying to impress drunk girls by knowing all of the lyrics to a rap song. The guys will be like, with so much drama in the LBC. It's like, great, bro. But you go to a gay karaoke bar, it's like a totally different phenomenon where they're just like turning every song into like a gay pride song. Like, I went to a gay karaoke bar, and this one guy was like, you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no treble. And the audience fucking exploded. It was like the same noise that people made whenever they read the Declaration of Independence for the first time in public. Like, fuck yeah! Have I made one person laugh this time? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just going to start off with uh, like the first two lines of this last piece, and then I'll get the fuck out of here and go to belly. I think we have access to too many people now, and so people become like disposable, like individuals. Like people, whenever they're dating, they don't even break up anymore. Like They just ghost each other. Ghosting, for those of you for the uninitiated, is when two people are in a budding relationship and the first person says, hey, I think that there might be something here. I would love to see you again. And the other person says, oh, cool. I want to pretend like I've just evaporated into thin air. And 
I never have to see this person again. Oh my God, great. So obviously I have some rewrites to do, but I thank you guys for listening and God bless you all. Good night. Yay, Dan Britton, yay, yay. I'm sorry you got ghosted. Oh, I know it sucks. It's being um, rejected is so hard, but you know the joy is that doing stand-up comedy, you get rejected so much that when you actually have a relationship and you feel rejection, it just stings that much less. Your next comedian knows. No, I, I'm not even going to tag that. He's still married, so I know he's he's a guru. Put your hands together for Raycon! Yay! Don't worry, Pam. I get rejected plenty. Trust me. Hi, guys. What's going on? I am a dad. I love being a dad. You guys, anybody dads out there? Anybody? I'm the dad in the house. Cool. I love it. I love it. I got a young kid. Um, we go for walks all the time, and uh, he picks up things off the street. He's like my little road Roomba. He picks things up, and he looks at him. He shows me, and he goes, hey, dad, what's that? And I'm just like, oh, that's a wood screw, son. That's a wood screw, you know? trying to teach him something here. Look at the head of that. It's got a little cross on it. Make sure you always use a Phillips screwdriver with this Phillips screw. You understand? Make sure you do it. That's me crushing it as a dad. It's awesome. It's unbelievable. Right? And then I go too far, of course. I'm like, listen, you know, before you use that wood screw, you always want to drill a pilot hole. You know, you get a better bite. Get a better bite that way, son. As a matter of fact, if you want to take it a step further, you want to dip that wood screw in a little bit of wood glue. Right, and then sink it, and then you get a big time bite, big time bite. Half hour later, I'm off my I'm off I'm off the chains. Sleeves are up, I'm pacing back and forth. I'm like, listen, son, first day in prison. First day in prison. Really, let's, let, let's talk, huh? What you want to do is you want to melt down a, the handle of a toothbrush. All right? What you want to do is you want to put the wood screw. Right, put the wood screw on the goddamn handle, and I want you to find the biggest motherfucker in the yard. Yeah, the alpha. Get the alpha and hit him right here, right there. Show him who's boss. Because if you don't do that, I sure, I swear to God, your celly that night would screw you for sure. Ah, a little pun. Ah, see what I did there, Pam? Woo, that's what we call a, that's what we call a shaggy dog, everybody. A terrible shaggy dog. All right, anyways, I bought a fridge off of Craigslist the other day. It was cool. The guy said, hey, man, you like rock and roll? And I'm like, what's this have to do with the fridge? He's like, this fridge was owned by the manager of, it's a true story, Big Brother and the Holding Company. You know that band? Yeah, the one for Janis Joplin. He owned that fridge, and he just died, so you get to buy that fridge. I was like, this is awesome. Holy shit, here's my $75. Take it away. Problem is now that every time I buy something on, on Craigslist, I'm disappointed if it doesn't have any provenance. It sucks, man. It's unbelievable. If it doesn't come with any kind of backstory with the, with the item I'm buying, I just make it up. I'm just like, all right, that 10-speed bike I got last week, Pretty sure it belonged to Mayor Moscone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rode it back and forth to the to the city hall. Absolutely. And that uh, panini maker. I'm pretty sure Diane Feinstein was making paninis all through our law school for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I got a. Uh, growing up, I was uh, really, really sensitive to my looks. I uh, I had aquiline. I had a I had a bump on my nose. I still do. Yeah. My dad said, "Don't worry about it." Son, you just have an aquiline profile. I was like, aquiline, okay, cool. What the fuck does that mean? Had to look it up. 
Yeah, it means I have a prominence on my bridge. No big deal. No big deal. You know how insulting, however, it is to look up your put down? That's not cool, right? Oh, my God. It's uh, uh, not only am I ignorant, but I'm also hook nosed. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. That's my time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pam. Monday. Yay. Raycon, yay. Look up my put down. Oh, he's got all the dad jokes and the puns. Yay. Then yay. <laughs> Right, we have a couple comedians left. Your next one, put your hand together for David Samuel. Do you Sam, what's up? Do you, your, do you email yourself your jokes and then print them out? <laughs> All right. Let's see, what am I gonna work on today? What's up, Mutiny Radio? How you guys doing? Good? Let's see, I wasn't prepared. I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna start getting back into yoga. I really like yoga, yoga's cool. Something I learned about doing yoga is like every woman in there is on the brink. That's like, they go from like AA to yoga, I think. That's what they do. Which is fun. It's like uh, I I used to do I used to work with a girl that was like trained to be a yoga teacher. She had just gotten sober. She was a cocaine addict. So what we'd do is we'd go over to her house, and she was like practicing teaching yoga. So she would like take videos of us doing yoga. So we'd do yoga in her backyard, right? We'd be stretching her backyard, and her neighbor was slaughtering chickens at the time. And I don't know if you've ever tried to relax do yoga with the sounds of like slaughtering chickens and she's like breathe in and she's like and breathe out so you know? <laughs> it's like i think cocaine's more fun than this you know cool um i don't understand guys that like reject being friend zoned i don't understand that myself like i don't get why that's such a big deal like what is your what does your roster look like what does your team of friends look like that it's so good that you can't add like an attractive woman to the mix? Like I don't get that at all. Like have you ever gone out with an attractive woman? It's crazy. You get treated so nice everywhere. It's amazing. Just wonderful service. Men have bought me drinks just because I've been with like an attractive girl. It's crazy. The comparison too, the reverse side, has you ever gone out with someone that's really ugly? People treat you like shit. <laughs> it's horrible. Every time a girl's broken up with me, I always think my first thought is, man, I should have cheated on her. You know, like, okay. I don't know, I'll figure it out. It is hard. I think it's, it is, it is hard to break up with people. I think, I think it's easier probably to break up with, like, your, your partner than it is to break up with a friend, definitely. It's much easier. Like, what, it, like, because with a partner, you can find so many reasons. Like, you uh, cheated on me. That's a pretty good reason. Right? With like a friend, you have to create a reason. Because you can't really say like, look, dude, when we watch TV, I don't like, you know, the comments you make. Okay. Well, let's figure it out. Um, let's see what else. I think the worst part about animal testing is like how little they learn about the animals that they test on. Like they have to do like thousands of tests to figure anything out. It's pretty brutal, right? Like, they'll cut the top of a monkey's skull off. They'll attach a bunch of electrodes to it. And you're like, well, what did you guys learn about the monkey brains? Like, well, we learned 
And when you turn the machines on, they move around quite a bit. So now we're focusing like most of our efforts into developing like a harness to kind of just keep them in place. Uh, but I mean, like the alternative to animal testing, right, is probably like, I'm not a fan of animal testing, but the alternative is like much worse. It's like human testing. Like that's much worse, right? They just give you like $50 and they're like, all right, well, we're going to inject you with something, so good luck. <laughs> you know, like, okay. Um, so yeah, it is brutal. Like I don't even know what happens in animal testing. Like what is it? Like in my head, what it is is just like a thousand like monkeys in a warehouse and they just squirt shampoo in their eyes and they're like, well, I don't think they like it very much. You know, is that science? Okay, thank you guys so much. I've been David Samuel. Um, is Ray Lopez here? Is that you? Is that not you? Okay, there was a person you pre-signed and um, he was kind of new and he must not have made it. He must have just decided to go to Pacifica. Uh, did you want to go, Guy? Well, not yet. But I'm going to have one person go and then you. Is that okay? Just to give you a second. You can give a little time to yourself. I'm sorry, you're behind the screen. But um, yeah, cool. I'm so glad you're here and you've been here the whole time. Uh, your next comedian, uh, he's... He's, he's one of all of our buddies, and uh, he's a very funny man. Put your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! All right. Psych. <laughs> um, we hear Orion Levine and Ian Levy here. They won fourth and fifth place in the competition. Just want to call that out. Good for them. All right. Um, I, uh, I, I don't like when um, uh, younger generations get uh, made fun of like by older generations for not being as successful as they were by the time they were a certain age. Like, like there's always here boomers. Like by the time I was 28, I was buying my second home and my second kid. And I, I hate hearing that. Cause I, I don't need the reminder. Um, and I, like, but cause it's true. It's very true. Like I was watching a documentary about a uh, JFK, uh, recently, you know how old JFK was when he became president 43. He, he was 43 years old when he became the leader of the free world, I can't even wrap my head around that. Uh, the only thing that's my, more mind-blowing than that is Lee Harvey Oswald was 24 when he killed his ass. I can't even... I, that's why I'm a JFK conspiracy theorist. Like, There's no way you could be that accomplished that young. That's... Damn. 24. Killed the president. Uh, no, I don't think he did. I don't think that was him. I, I bet it was like a 52-year-old, much better-looking resume. Um, I It's a weird time to go to the doctor right now. I got diagnosed with celiac disease recently. You guys know what that... It's San Francisco. This should be a rhetorical question. Um, it, I have a gluten allergy. I, I can't I can't eat gluten. And I was a little surprised, but then I, I took a 23andMe test. It turns out I'm 50% white lady. Uh like exactly 50% on my mom's side, actually. My, my mom's a white lady. Um, but it was weird explaining this to a doctor in 2022. I was just honest. I was like, yeah, if I have like a piece of pizza or like bread or pasta like in the middle of the afternoon, all of a sudden it's like I'm hungover and I'm going to pass out. And that's just like a piece of bread at like 1.30. And he was like, all right, well, why don't we play this extra safe? This sounds like a new COVID variant. I was like, shut the fuck. No, that's not what it is. It has nothing to do with that. That's not what this is. The only thing that having to be gluten-free and getting coronavirus have in common is when you're like, hmm, I think I need to tell everybody about this. Uh, I, th I think it's my moral responsibility to let everybody know. 
I sent out that group text. I was like, hey, this is everyone who was with me at Olive Garden the other night. Listen, you should probably get tested. Uh, the chicken carbonara gave me diarrhea. <laughs> I live with my girlfriend. She also had diarrhea. Uh, she tested negative, but I'm, I'm pretty sure she has celiac. She's a white lady. Um, I've been playing a lot of... Uh, she thought I was going to stop playing so many video games once the pandemic was over. And two years in, I'm like, oh, no, it's still going. What do we do? I should probably just you know keep being a hero. And uh, there's this one online World War II game that I've been liking a lot lately. It's very realistic. Uh, I, I keep... I never do well because I can't press the button fast enough to stop pissing in the river and, and getting the pee all over my squad mates. That was a callback. Um, but but if you guys... It's an online game. You got to like talk into a headset. You have to like work with your teammates. And I don't know if you guys remember World War II, but there are only two sides. And sometimes the computer does not put you on the American team, uh, which means sometimes about exactly half the time you got to run around as a Nazi. And I feel bad because I'm playing with a bunch of other random dudes on Xbox. So the odds of them not just being Nazis in the game, it's it's not 0%. It's not 0%. But you never know who you're getting on Xbox. So it's always very relieving when the Nazi next to me is just like, hey, shoot that fucking gringo essay. I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay. Thank you. He's, oh... Shoot those fucking Americans. They deported my dad. It's like, I'll, f I'll fucking fire away, dude. <laughs> um, I, you meet some funny people online because, you know, you all have, like, fake names. I played with a guy to name, today named Obama Bin Laden. <laughs> he even talked, like, both of them, too. He was like, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're uh, going to kill these American infidels. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. <laughs> all right. One down. Good good times. See ya. <laughs> Kyle Morrissey, everyone. Very nice. All right, well, it looks like we have one last comic, and he's a new guy. We don't know his name. Uh, put your hands together for this guy. Yay! Hi, hi, hi. Hello, hello. Get my comedy voice in order. This is what I look like. Um, my name is David Simonson. This is my first time doing stand-up comedy. I'm pretty familiar with microphones, though, so, you know, uh, not like in a se sexual innuendo way, but, uh, you know, I uh, figured I'd come up here and talk trash about my mom for a little bit. No, nah, I'm playing. I, I love my mom. Uh, she was awesome growing up. Uh, she is what you call a hoarder. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw Hoarders on television, but that shit was rough. Like, you know, it's it's crazy. Like, you know how it is when you're a kid and all the neighborhood kids run up to your house. They're like getting you to come out and play. And you're like about to run out to the door. And then your mom's like, yo, you better not open up that door all the way. Because if they see in, your ass is getting beat tonight. Nah, I'm playing. Uh, well, I'm not playing. That was that was some real shit, you know. But uh, you know, shout out to my mom. You know, I look at it now, and I'm like, damn, she was 31 when she had me, and I'm 31 now, and I'm still trying to become a rapper. So she has that shit way more sewed up than I do now. Oh man, thanks for the love. Time flies by fast as hell when you're up here on stage. 
Or nah, slow as hell. This is interesting. Um, any formerly incarcerated people here? I'm okay. Okay, you know, it's me and one other guy. Uh, you know, in the in the feds, they have a program to let you out a little bit early if you take the residential drug abuse program, RDAP, or as I like to call it, real dumbass people. Um, it's crazy though. You know, you they have these things called pull-ups where you pull people up on their emotional behavior and um, try and point it out to them. And you have to do that to complete the program. And uh, I'm sure you guys have seen at least prison on TV. That shit sounds a lot like snitching. And people feel real uncomfortable about that. You know, and uh, they have like a crazy big meeting. It's just like this. People sitting all around you and every morning you have to get up on stage, tell the news therefore and tell the news and so on. And um, then it comes to the pullout section, and it's like fucking Call of Duty is snipers everywhere. Like you don't know if you're gonna get hit or not. And you know you're sitting down, and somebody goes, "Hey, uh, today I'm pulling up David Simonson." You fucking stand up, and you're confused. You're like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on right now?" And um, they go, uh, "Today I'm pulling up David Simonson for going to the kitchen and taking vegetables." which is a violation of policy. He suffers from criminal behavior, cognitive indolence, and a whole bunch of other shit. And you might not know this is going on, so you have to stand up and accept it. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck did he see me take the vegetables? This is crazy. Um, there was uh, some dudes you know, that came from higher facilities and they would have like an issue with it. There was this one guy swag and uh, he got to it and he was like, what the fuck? This is the hardest time I've ever done. Like, what do you mean we have to do pull-ups? I wear boxers. Oh man. All right, y'all have a great night. Yay, David Simonson. It was his first time, clap it up. Yay, David Simonson, yay, yay. He likes vegetables. He likes to poop. He's healthy. Yay. Incarcerated and angry because you ate vegetables. That's very ironic. Well, thank you all for being here. I don't know what happened to Jack Ferguson. Um, he's the only one that didn't let me know about what was happening. Because um, we're going to end a little early, but that's fine. I have made these edibles, and they are really strong. Like, I am out of it. So this has been a lot of fun, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Yay!
That was absolutely amazing. Back when rock and roll was a rock and roll. We just heard the Gates of Delirium by... Yes, from their fragile album, 1970-something. We're moving on right now to the Samurai of Prague, a Norwegian Prague band. Founded in 2006, they've put out a couple albums. This is the case of Charles Dexter Ward. You're listening to The Gates of Delirium. I'm Perkins Warbeck.
to the doctor Upon the legend of night groans beneath the ground Scouring the surface, appearing quite normal at first Until a small hidden entrance the doctor found down the stair flight, his eyes adjusting to black night, lit by a small pocket flashlight, his sight revealed. To his amazement, deeper and deeper the maze went, he found a labyrinth cavern beneath the field. right and saw a familiar verse. 